Real fast, I wanted to tell you about my new podcast, Upworthy Weekly. It's a lighthearted news podcast. It comes out on Saturdays, and I have forced my co-host, Todd Perry, to join me here to help me tell you about our new venture. Todd, why should they listen? Well, I mean, a lot of people, they think, oh, it's the Upworthy podcast. It's just going to be sunshine, and it's going to be unicorns. But you know what? It's really not that. Allison doesn't have the ability, she doesn't have it in her to actually be that person that I thought we were hiring when we did this show. But clearly, after just a couple episodes, the facade dropped, okay? I thought, you know, she's doing the Upworthy show, it's not going to be like, oh, neurotic, cynical, Allison, but no, she's there. So, you know, I try to counteract that with some of my good vibes. <laughs> um, and, uh, I would argue that if one person is coming off as a little bit cynical and unhinged right now, it's not me. It comes out every Saturday, wherever you get podcasts. Bye. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pencil dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I am sitting here in my studio on a Saturday evening. It is an unusual record time, and I'm sitting here in person with my husband, Daniel Quantz. It is a special Just Daniel and Me episode. My computer is packed with your voicemails, and we have special things planned. I feel like I should have some kind of like, what's that annoying like, beep, 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 beep. It's like I the like Vuvuzela. Is the, that what that is? Or no, no. No. I feel like a Vuvuzela, which is that Brazilian soccer menacing Oh, no. Sound. What you're talking about is that, like that a hip, t-shirt cannon. That hip-hop morning radio thing where it's like, meow, 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 I bet, meow, meow, meow. I bet Tony has that sound effect. Tony, play it right now and, and bother everyone. Tony, be a, be a menace right now with that. It goes like, meow, meow. <laughs> But what is it supposed to be? My it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a siren. Yeah. Like a, what does a vuvuzela sound like? I don't know. I associate it with soccer because Dustin went to. It is it's a soccer. Th- it's like a plastic horn. Dustin went to. Is it? I want either one. Is it possible that they use vuvuzelas in Venezuela? I think it's in South America. Yeah, I think I heard about it when it was in Brazil. So it's probably yeah. My brain just wants to say Venezuela because it sounds like Vuvuzela. That's like that. My brain is going. That's like there. Like I feel like there was like a sexy lady who wore a bikini. Is there some sexy lady who wore a bikini from some place that sounds like bikini nursery rhyme? (laughs) You've so lost. You lost me. I know. I don't know, what you, I don't know what's happening. <sighs> I've, it's nur- it's not a nursery rhyme. It's like whatever the next level of nursery rhyme is when they begin to get a little racy, and it's not a dirty limerick either. Um, uh, let's move on. 
you guys, my brain is very, is the word labile, mushy? My brain is very mushy right now, so I don't know. Anything could happen. But anyway, Daniel and I are here. I don't have a lot going on upstairs. Um, I have been sick for now a number of days. And uh, I was looking at TikTok earlier. And there was a woman who posted something about just being really sick with all the COVID symptoms. She's like, I, I've been sick for like two weeks. I have all the COVID symptoms. I have not been sicker in a really long time. Like what medical professionals, what is this? And uh, I don't know that medical professionals weighed in, but apparently this, this is going around. People are like sicker than they've ever been. Um, I had a, a tingle in my throat on Tuesday and I thought there's no way I'm getting sick because... Daniel has been very sick recently and what he had, I think I already had it. So then on Wednesday, when I woke up and my throat was on fire, I thought this is like groundhog day. Like how is someone in this house always sick? But then I was like in bed for a couple days with, I know no one cares. So I'm going to try to make this fast. I mean, you guys probably care, but I don't care to hear myself talk about this again. Um, <coughs> so anyway, it is just unbelievable and i know that you're you guys are probably all dealing with it too because everyone's sick and i uh, this idea that we're all sick because we were all inside for a couple years i don't know if that's true daniel take it away and save everyone from this pathetic beginning of a show except for the vuvuzela venezuela i just wonder if it's possible like that we're just slowly passing it back the same bug and it just like but that doesn't quite make sense because you should have some immunity i don't know if you is it true though that you get immunity to like a cold though? Because it was not know. that. It, what I got, I had a, a slight fever. It kind of sucked for a couple days, but it wasn't terrible. You know, like I had a little bit of a cough, a little bit of a sore throat. It was just like a, it was just like a little bit of a cold. This was you, Daniel. You woke up. You shuffled into the bathroom. Your voice was like eight pitches lower, and you're like, "Oh, I am really sick." <laughs> you know, you know, you stood over the toilet, coughed, and you went, "Uh oh," and I was like, "Oh no, did blood come up?" That's what I thought because you went, "Uh oh," and you said, "And I said what?" Thinking you coughed up blood or pissed blood, and you went, "I am really sick." That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I thought, "Oh no!" And then I was pant. Don't. This is gonna. Brace yourself for what's going to be mildly insulting. Mm. And I was vaguely panicked. And I, and I was like, can you, but can you still take the kids to school? Because I was in no shape to take the kids to school, seeing as my hair was very dirty. So then. How you, is that insulting? I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh. So, so you said you could take the kids to school. I was ready, though, if I had to, to take the kids to school, despite the fact that my hair was very dirty. Um, If you needed me to, I could have done it. Mm -hmm. It would have been not pretty, literally, but I could have. So because for anyone who's wondering, the division of labor in the morning is after we traded back and forth for months of one morning, I get them ready, take them. The next morning, Daniel gets them ready take and takes them. And we I always hate, I don't mind getting up early and getting them ready, but I hate driving. And Daniel hates getting the, up early and getting them ready, but doesn't mind driving. And we thought, let's be smart about this. So now I get up early and get them ready every morning. It works great. And Daniel drives them every morning, except for when he's pissing and coughing up blood. Um, 
Which I wasn't. Which he wasn't. So anyway, you, despite the fact that you were pissing and coughing up blood, but you weren't, took them to school. And I was like all nervous about it. Like, oh God, I hope he doesn't pass out in the car. Oh no, what's happening? Do you need to like cancel your whatever you have planned today and go to urgent care? Are you dying? What's happening? Here's the insulting part. And then I stopped myself and I thought, wait a second. You're sick. You probably have like bronchitis or something you have something that has what i didn't go ahead you have something you have garden variety sickness that has moved into your chest but you're not dying and this i'm going to make now i'm going to insult half of society so half of society and my husband brace yourself in general sometimes Men can be a little dramatic after I just bitched at the be- for three minutes about how I have a cold can be a little dramatic in the telling of how sick they are. So despite the fact that you're like, I'm so sick, you're really not as like you're not dying. You just feel very bad and I don't need to panic. That's what I told myself. Maybe it's not that insulting. So would you say that your sickness in the last few days is you being uh, really how, how bad did you feel? Are you being overly dramatic? You know what? Maybe I took what you were saying to be more, I took it on face value and ran with it. Sort of like back in my substance abusing days, Mm -hmm. I got into a cab in Austin and the driver coughed a lot and he said excuse me i'm dying and i spent the whole cab ride thinking oh my god he's dying because i was like amelia bedelia and took everything very literally and only years later did i realize he was joking because he was couldn't stop coughing he was exaggerating yes it was the thing you say when you like have something in your throat but i truly like a hundred percent was like oh my god This is one of his last cab rides. He's dying. So my point being, I took it like you were really like uh, really emphasizing how sick you were, but really maybe you were just saying like how uncomfortable you were. No, I was sick, but I wasn't so sick that I couldn't take him to, like I could push through it. Yeah. And... It was, an, and I've also been a lot sicker. But what I'm saying is, like, it was, it, it sucked. Yes. Uh, it, you know, I was kind of like laid out for about a day and a half, and I still have this lingering <clears throat> cough and this phlegm and congestion. But, like, on the scale of things, like last Christmas, I like, got way sicker. Uh, so I'm just saying, like, it's not the flu, it's mm. just like a cold. Um, and so, uh, Uh, when you left, I thought you were alarmingly sick, like something's definitely wrong here. Level sick. You you say that I'm, I'm overly dramatic. I think the answer is that you're a wuss and can't push through it (laughs) and I can push through it. So you're assuming I can't push through it because if you were that sick, you'd be laid out. Burn. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I would like everyone to write in and let me know what they think of that exchange, please. <laughs> And if they are feeling the same thing that I'm feeling from that exchange, but if they're not, don't write in. Thank you. <laughs> or do. Wow, honey. I mean, I'm not saying that's the case. <laughs> no, just you're, saying, just, you're just entering excuse that. Excuse me. You just said that I was being overly dramatic. I took it back. I didn't hear that part. I... Uh, I adjusted what I was saying. I adjusted it to perhaps I in I in perhaps the miscommunication was in between what you said and the way I heard it. So what you're saying is perhaps perhaps there was you overreacted, and, or perhaps I'm a wuss the, who 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 is overly dramatic. Who knows? Who knows which it is? Could be one, could be the other. No. Um, probably what happened was I... So you don't think you presented it like it was an alarming level of sickness? Let me, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. level of sickness means. Let me rephrase. When you left the house, had you presented your illness as if it was an alarming, concerning level of sickness where we would need to call in <laughs> medical professionals? Or did I just hear it that way? You heard it that way. Okay. Because you have to realize I'm also coming from a lot of recent family medical emergencies. Yes. So I might be primed to not hear things correctly. Like there's, you know, I spent some time at the, a lot of time at the hospital recently, like dealing with family stuff like very scary life and death stuff. So I might be prone to be like, oh shit, now it's happening in my, in my marriage. You know what I mean? So maybe I heard it not in an inaccurate way. I don't mind you being overly concerned. Uh, I'm, I woke up feeling really shitty. And so I was like, ugh, I'm feeling really shitty. And I wasn't, that's it. It's you literally said, I'm so sick. Yeah, I'm so sick. Right. So you so you don't think you left the house having presented it like it was a near emergency in terms of what was going on in your body? No. If yeah, I, if I it, think if I misconstrued. If it had been, I'm trying to think like how I would behave. Maybe not an emergency, but like like something's really awry But if something was body. really awry, I wouldn't be leaving the house like it would be a whole different scenario okay have has anyone enjoyed this 13 minutes i know i have (laughs) (laughs) i would like to apologize for everyone i just needed we just needed to iron this out and now we can move on this is our therapy what's next (laughs) well listen we have a lot of calls i think we should get to those um yeah let's just play a call okay Mm -hmm. here we go Hi, Allison and Daniel. It's Allison in Pennsylvania, who also happens to be married to a Daniel. I'm sorry. spells my name the correct way with one L and no Y. Um, how's it going? Well, it's going pretty good here. Um, pretty quiet. The lovely fall day. I know you guys don't get a lot of lovely fall days in California. 
Um, I'm making soup today. Um, but I wanted to weigh in on if Daniel was wrong, but I'm not sure what he could be wrong about. Um, my husband Daniel is usually not wrong about things. So maybe go with that. Yeah. If one Daniel is right, then maybe most Daniels are right. Anyway, have a fun Halloween. Your family costume sounds really cute. Bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Again, this was Allison uh, from Pennsylvania. Allison from Pennsylvania. Like Allison from Pennsylvania. I love the Allison sandwich. We just, the quants method for leaving a voicemail is to say your name at the beginning and the end. And we love when people remember to do that. Thank you. Uh, although given the, I wasn't going to forget this time because it's an Allison day, but she, yeah. she um, brings up a good point about Daniels being right. I think it's something that people should think about more often. Yeah. Here, here's a drop. I don't know what it said. I don't, let's see. I don't really believe that. Hmm. Oh. Not appropriate. (laughs) What about this one? Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. I have recently dusted off the gif of eat a bag of dicks. I sent it to like Ted Cruz or something. (laughs) So you think that she has a point. I think an interesting an interesting point that's worth thinking about, which is really like kind of provocative, provocative <laughs> idea. Um, she might be Allison from Pennsylvania might be a provocateur in a way. Well, I mean, I just think she's onto something. All right. About Daniels. How did you feel when she said she was making soup? Because you kind of perked up. I thought I could go for some homemade soup. Mm-hmm. That sounds yummy yeah. right now. Um, speaking of family costumes, I had a moment earlier. So for anyone who's been living under a rock, our family costumes were decided. Were they decided before last year's Halloween? Or like concurrent like with last year year's ago. Halloween? Yeah. We are going as the Adams family. Elliot is. He did not change his mind. No. All year. No. You know those kids who decide what they're going to be when they're three and then they actually become that? I really think. No. Does that happen? I feel like may- just maybe sometimes. Okay. I really think it's possible Elliot will be a baker and have a restaurant yeah. called Chefs and Bakers. I mean, I can't imagine. I know. Yeah. Um, and then he'll he wants Owen. He wants to be the pastry and he'll chef. Be pissed because he's like, this isn't what I want to do. <laughs> but I decided. And I, I have to be it. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, Elliot's going to be thing. Daniel's going to be Lurch. Is your mom? Is your mom going to be Gomez? Yeah, okay, Gomez. Gomez. Um, so I guess she's going to be betrothed to me because I'm Morticia. Wendy's going to be Wednesday. Poor Wendy. Ex- explain what happened when you put Wendy, our dog, in the Wednesday app. Well, first it was going to be Owen who's going to be Wednesday. And then I told Elliot, like, you can't l- not give him a choice of what he wants to be. And then so Owen chose Pugsley. And that that f- so it fell to uh, Wendy to be Wednesday. Uh, my mom made a yarn wig for with the pigtails and i got a, a wednesday dress for like little girls and we and i put it on went wendy and she um you know this is the way she is when i put her into dresses which i've done before for costumes is just to just to look at me like what the what the hell are you doing Why? she fucking hates me <laughs> 
<laughs> she's just more. She's just like what? Why? <laughs> why must the, we go through? Why every year, every why? year. Yeah. There was one time that we tried to see if she wanted to swim. We were staying at an Airbnb in Palm Springs, and they had one of those pools that has that like toddler ledge where it's like three inches of water. So we put her in that, and she just froze and just stood there as the water kind of went back and forth, and her her fur kind of like undulated in the water, and she just stood there staring at us like, what? And that is what she does when you put clothing on her. (laughs) Yeah. So she loves it. So anyway, I have I bought two Morticia dresses with the idea that one would go back, and I put one on today, and it is cheap crushed velvet, and it's got this like zigzag bottom, and it is so full of static electricity that when I like pulled it over my body, it was like <coughs> you can hear it just crinkling and like sticking, like my all my hair was like standing out on end. And it's like sticking to my body and it's got these like ruffly things that are like, you know, it's like glued to the sleeves basically because there's so much static electricity in it. So that's one dress. And then the other dress is just a black dress that's like way more comfortable, but doesn't, it's not as specifically Morticia. So, um, the whole situation reminded me, it's been a long time since I've worked for a boss. However, I remember like back in the magazine days, you would have two or three ideas that you would be taking to a boss. And there was one that you liked way more than the other one. And you were just like, oh, I really like, please, please, please choose the one that is so much better. Like going to the editor in chief with a couple ideas of what to do for the Valentine's day issue. And like, please, please, please choose the one that's like clearly the superior idea and doesn't involve like work. That's going to be demoralizing or embarrassing or hard to pull off. Or there was one fucking day that I was forced to call at five 30 on a Friday. I was tasked with finding out how many pounds of heirloom tomatoes chefs in New York use in a year. And I was like, you realize there's no way we can find this out at 530 on a Friday, which was seen as insolent, if that if I'm using that word correctly. And I was just like, fine. Um, anyway, now I've moved on to bigger Did you and find better. Out? No, mm. I had to do I was able to reach someone at like a farmer's market and I had to do some fancy math of like, all right, if I times this by this, by this, by this. But it was like not a very accurate answer. No, not at all. And I was trying to tell them that. (sighs) It was very frustrating. A little peek behind the the curtain of the newsroom. That's right. Pretty much all the numbers are bullshit. bullshit. Well, this was Time Out New York, but still. But yeah, no, that did mean it is a newsroom. The features pod. But anyway, so it was like going to Elliot and he is my Halloween boss. And being like, oh, God, I hope he approves the dress that I want him to approve. And I know that some people are going to have an issue with me saying my five-year-old is my fashion boss. However, he is. And he really preferred the staticky crush velvet dress. However, thankfully, when I explained the static issue to him, he understood and he allowed me to wear the other one. (laughs) So it's okay. I mean, in general, I think we... You think he's reasonable? No, I think we give him too many choices. Oh, of course. But, and too much power. Yeah, but um, in this case, it's like 
he's the only audience for this Halloween shit. Yeah. Like, I don't care. You don't care. Like, it's just making him happy. So why not ask him? It's fine. Yeah. Well, he has has a lot of opinions. I mean, I wanted to just wear my navy blue dress from last year, and he made a strong I, plea for a black dress. I have to say, like, you know, uh, you go, well, you know, you, you you think of the people out there who are like, you can, you know, you do too much or whatever. But I made um, the we have this like little nook next to the kitchen that is, you know, we have a some. Uh, bench what do you what would you call it bank banquette Banquette. we have a banquette seating and a table whatever and um i got those stretching portraits uh from the haunted mansion and i put them up and then i made some sconces with some spooky candles and everything and just really like made it look really cool and spooky and it was kind of a bit of effort uh, way more i think than was really called for no one asked for the sconces (laughs) um and uh but then, you know, then I kind of cleaned, cleaned an area up. I put up some changing portraits and I made the whole like front area of our house like really like cool, like Halloween. He and, installed a track. Now we have doom buggies. Not yet. That's <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I did all that and he was just on cloud nine and he was like dancing around and I heard him saying like, my wish came true. My <laughs> wish came true. And I was like, what do you mean your wish came true? He's like, I wished that this house would be really spooky. And it is. Uh, yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It felt good. It's like. um, That's nice. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't think. I think that's good to try to do things like that for your yeah. kids. Like their, their lives are going to be hellacious. So like if their childhoods can be good, that's good. Can we talk about the irony, though, of the fact that I live in a horror house? In a, I live in a hell house, and I am the most <laughs> well, scared t- person in the whole them, universe. Like, so, so I, I got, so I did, the, I, I made these sconces. It's like a whole thing. The, if the, they want the to candles. go see the sconces, is there a place they? You know what you should do. I'll post something. You should make a um, highlight. Do you do the highlights on your I'll Instagram? Po- I'll do a. I'll do a. Yeah. Uh, insta story and then okay. I'll, I'll make it so they can see it but the um the candles like flicker you know whatever and uh <laughs> and uh allison came in <laughs> to look and then first of all let me just explain like i the the amount of of just compromise and negotiation just to get her to agree to slightly dim the lights every night so we can watch TV. Like, this woman wants full three-camera stage lighting all times everywhere she goes. This is like... I can't... Look, I don't know if it's my rods. I don't know if it's my cones. (laughs) I cannot see well when the the light is dim. It's not just that I have seasonal affective disorder... 365 days of the year it is and i don't i i'm being glib what i mean it's not just that like i feel better in full lighting but when it's dim i cannot see well and i'm i'm like i'll sit there struggling to read something or struggling to see something and then i think why not just turn on the light that would ameliorate this problem so i do not understand people who okay 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 nerd (laughs) She's like, I'm going to read. I can't read my books. I'm not trying to read books. Mm. I'm trying to read labels. St- you're still a nerd. 
Um, well, yeah, I am. But so she comes into the room, and Elliot's is like, "Oh, look, mommy," and and you're like, "Oh, this is great," and then <laughs> and then you pull me aside a little bit later, and you're like, "Um, you said something to the effect of like this. Honestly, this might be too scary for me." <laughs> Okay. This might so, be too scary for me. Like, like it's when too you, spooky for me. I said too spooky for you. This like is it, too spooky for me because it's <laughs> so the the nook with the banquet is like an actual recreation of the haunted mansion. Well, it's close. I mean, we're I mean as close as we can get without really like doing wallpaper and like it's just the portraits in the sconces. It's very real to life so that is a you it's very immersive but he was also playing the, the yeah and all music. the lights were right okay and then there's a bird <laughs> skeleton in the corner and then there's a raven oh, yeah, whose ravens. eyes light up and then there's the um uh miss leota madam leota who's the floating head and then there's a cauldron was the cauldron there no, no, cal- the okay cauldron was not there was floating. like Everywhere you look, there's scary shit going on now. There's a is was there a skeleton there? Now there's a no. skeleton. There's and the scary shit multiplies every single day. Like it's like I'm living in I I'm living in a haunted house now. And the lights are out completely and the haunted love, mansion just, soundtrack is loud. So and we our bedroom is in one area of the house and then there's the haunted mansion attraction and then the kids rooms are on the other side of the house so you have to walk she through was, the haunted mansion attraction like, to get to owen and elliot's room she's like if something happens in the middle of the night i'm not gonna be able to go, go to their room because she's gonna have to walk through the haunted area of the house so well, i was tasked with if anything happens i have because to- owen lately has been calling for us in the middle of the night and it's always like I need you to open my egg. <laughs> he has like these egg toys that he, he like, he, I mean, he's uh, manipulating us, but we're too tired to like let him cry. It's it's a whole thing. But anyway, like he'll call us for no reason. But anyway, it's just easier to just go in uh, than to listen to him, bitch. So anyway, but I can't, but now I can't go because someone will snatch my soul. So Daniel like now has to. So the trade off is that Daniel goes because I'm too scared to walk through this like miasma of bullshit. I mean, it, it's just so funny to me that, that I live in this house. Well, Same. that is funny. It is funny. Uh, but that it's that scary to you. It's like, what are you? I used actually, miasma wrong. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just. What am I afraid of? Yeah. Like it's it's obviously our house. It's obviously like all fake stuff. Like, are you, are you, do you get fooled in the middle of the night and thinking you've somehow stumbled into a, a, a Victorian era haunted mansion? <laughs> Aren't you ever afraid of mirrors? Afraid of mirrors? <laughs> yeah. Really? What? <laughs> Honey, I know that you, you don't look great without makeup, but <laughs> you're not, uh, it's not that scary. Um, don't you ever sit up in the dark and just go because about what things you see in the dark especially involving mirrors don't you ever get afraid of nothing i'm gonna repeat something and i really want this to sink in i know people think oh 
Daniel, America's funny man. He's always making jokes and haha. But like seriously though, on the on the real tip, is that what the kids say? Uh, you should not be afraid of ghosts. Okay, if you wake up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, I and hear you. And there this is, is a, this is Daniel's ghost theorem. And there is a fucking ghost that is the best news that you have ever received, okay? That is, you should pray that when you go into the kitchen, there are actually ghosts hanging out in our haunted mansion nook, okay? But they, what if they mean me harm? What harm could a ghost cause you? They're have ghosts. you not seen Skeleton Key? Honey, they're ghosts. They, 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 they'll throw a punch and it goes whoosh, right through you. It's like, come on, tough guy. What are you going to do? You're going to throw a spoon at my head? Like, they're ghosts. They're ghosts. Okay? They're ghosts. They're good news. They're, li- they're a proof of life after death. It's good. Have you seen The Exorcist? That wasn't a ghost story. That was... A demon pos- that is a demon possessing a child. What if a demon wants to possess me? All right. Well, then we can talk. Well, we're not talking about demons, hun. <laughs> we're talking about ghosts. Well, are I, you afraid of demons? Is that what you're afraid of? Demons? I don't know. I'm afraid of all of it. I'm afraid I mean, honestly, of all. Hang on. Honestly, aunt. demons would be good news too. Daniel, a little scarier because they could do you harm, but still. I'm proof afraid of, an of all the things that are in the section of block the horror section of blockbuster video. Like, here's what you should. Be I'm afraid, afraid of. of Rosemary's Baby. I'm afraid of They Live. I'm afraid of Exorcist. I'm afraid of Chud. Is that a horror movie? Okay. All right. All right. Let's let's. You're just, I'm afraid of John Carpenter. You're putting a lot of Oof. stuff on the table here. And I'm afraid like, of. Um, you're gish galloping me right now. Is what you're doing. You're gish galloping. <laughs> I want to. I'm. Oh. Um. I'm sea lining you now. I'm trying to remember what that means. Well, uh, I just wanted to have a conversation. Yeah, you seem oh, to be getting talk. upset. <laughs> yeah. I'm Could listen. you just give me an example listen. of one time I gish galloped you? Okay, the supernatural stuff. That's the, what I'm afraid the, of. The stuff where it's like demons or. Uh, ghosts, that's good news. That's the good news stuff. That's If you see that stuff, that's like, fuck yeah. If it's werewolves or vampires... I'm not afraid of any of that, interestingly. Or Frankenstein nope. monsters. Oh, well, that's different. That's science. But like werewolves and vampires right, or like chud monsters and stuff like that like or alien monsters, like that's kind of cool because it's like supernatural, but it that's like not good because they're scary and they can harm you. Now, well, it's Allison's show. And then there's the third category of that horror was a, movie that stuff. That was a live drop. The third category of horror stuff, which is the stuff really... The, the Serial middle, killers, which doesn't stuff, scare me. The middle stuff, you shouldn't be afraid of because it doesn't exist. Okay? Spoiler alert. There's no fucking vampires. The third category of stuff, of stuff that does exist... Weirdly, not doesn't scare me. That I'm not afraid of that. Except, I was recently just talking about the fact. Why was I? I guess I was talking about. Was I talking about it with Greg? Who was I talking about this with? I don't know. Someone I was talking about attractive serial killers. Uh, it sounds like we were glorifying it, but we were. We really weren't. 
but, you know, like, um, but I really was afraid of the Night Stalker when he was down in Orange County. Like that was a very yeah, scary that's summer. That's the kind of stuff that like if you're going to be afraid of something. That I mean, wasn't that... like a horror movie fear, though. That was like real fear. Right. Yeah. Well, OK. Um, <clears throat> when I wake up, I'll get startled awake in the middle of the night. It's like it's like uh, global warming. Yeah, I know. I know. Those me, are your it's like Pokemon. more existential, like oh, sure, or like oh god, I might have cancer. Yes, it, I know. It's that I don't get afraid of like anything. Well, I don't. As now that I'm a grown up and I have children, I don't normally get afraid of these things. But and by the way, we're just talking about different places that free floating anxiety and fear goes. It's just you know yeah. different manifestations of it. But as a young person. This this stuff did scare me a lot, and interesting. Like I don't actually believe in any of it, but for some reason the supernatural stuff did frighten me. Well, as a kid, it did it frighten the shit out of me. But but like I said, I don't actually believe in any of it, so I don't know why it really like unnerved me. But like that fucking movie Skeleton Key, I saw it in the theater, and I normally don't watch any of this stuff. But um, I was my boyfriend at the time was a film critic, and he had to review it, and I went with him. Is it Roger Ebert? My. <laughs> Ebert, yes. Oh, honey. I went with him. Did you know that I dated him? <laughs> Wait, have you not told them about your affair with Roger with, Ebert with, yet? No. Well, not by name. I went to it with Robert Ebert, uh, and oh, his brother. <laughs> uh, and I was laughing. People were in the theater. We were all laughing at it because it's like. It's like a ghost story. Horror movies with a full crowd. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of laughter. But then I got, there's a, like mirrors are a thing in the movie. Oh. And then I got back to my apartment and I was like, uh-oh, I'm afraid of this mirror. Mm-hmm. And there's a song that, um, my, my grandma and your grandma sitting mm-hmm. by the fire. Yeah. And I was like, uh-oh, I can't listen to that. Was it New that. Orleans that? Yeah, movie? it's, it's oh, okay. in uh, New Orleans. Is it New Orleans? It's in... That's like a southern New Orleans song, isn't it? Maybe. It's in, um, wait, not New Orleans. The French Quarter. That is New Orleans, right? Yeah. For some reason, I want to say it's in Lafayette. You make me want to watch this movie. Was this Halle Berry? No, it's Kate Hudson. <laughs> it's Peter Sarsgaard. It's, um, Peter Sarsgaard can be scary. What's her, uh, what's her name? Jean. Naomi Watts? Jean, Gina Jean Rollins. Happen? Gina Rollins, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and Gina Davis. No, I think it's Gina Rollins, older. Um, and yeah, but it's like in the swamp. Um, I love a good swampy story. Yeah, I mean, and it's got it's it involves like uh, that hoodoo. That's what sucked about True Blood. Can I just uh, sidebar? Let me just finish and then we can full bar. So anyway, I was like, that song's going to scare me now. And I was just freaked out. And by the way, I lived in a small apartment at the time. So I was like, I can have my back against the wall and I can have eyes on every single. Oh, there's a whole thing with eyes in the movie. I can have my eyes on every single thing in this. But there's like a whole race relations thing in the movie that was a very unnerving. Oh, I can have my eyes. into your fear of black people. Daniel, I can have my eyes on every single thing in this apartment. And I was still scared. Yeah. Um. So I really don't freak out that much, but I'm just saying every now and then, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, your unconscious is sort of like up, you've had some dreams, and you see a shape that is, you're semi-dreaming, you see a shape, and it just spooks you, and you don't want to walk through the haunted Talk mansion. It. Talk to it. Oh, shut them. up. Just be like, hey, what are you doing here? 
like they're just a, a fucking spooky ghost. All Maybe right. they want to talk to you. True uh, blood, you say? Well, first of all, I, I know what you're talking about. I used to feel that all the time yeah. as a kid. Uh, but then I grew out of it. Yeah, I don't feel it that much. Um, I just don't want to walk through it. True Blood took place in Louisiana, in the bayou. And uh, one character had a Cajun accent. Mm -hmm. One. Okay, which is some bullshit because that's a fucking kick-ass accent that I love. I can never get tired of listening to. Uh. The place has unbelievable culture, just like so unique and interesting. That show tapped into none of it. And uh it and nevertheless it had a fucking opening credit sequence that so good. promised that. Mm. And so every every time I watch that fucking show, I'd be like, it was a letdown the second the show started. Because you're like, well, it's not the opening credits anymore. So, Anywho. I didn't really liked that show. And then remember how it was like we you, couldn't stick around till the end. We just couldn't. It was, it was yeah. stupid. But Listen, um, we got another. another oh got yeah, another. more calls. Hi, my name is Jessica, and I'm from North Dakota. I saw your post to read out. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, here are the answers to your questions. I am not dressing up. However, my kids will be in store-bought costumes that consist of an airplane. Vampirina and Rubble from Paw Patrol. Um, my favorite short joke is, what do you call a bear with no teeth? A gummy bear. Uh, uh, of course, Daniel's wrong. Uh, my favorite recent episode was probably the one with Jackie Johnson. I'm a sucker for a birth story. Um, my favorite Halloween candy are Reese's, so I don't steal all of my children because I want them to enjoy the magic too. And it's going well. We all have minor colds right now, but the weather is beautiful. It's like 50 degrees today, so we are going to go outside and play shortly. I hope you're doing well, too. Bye. Do you remember what her name was, Daniel? Jessica? Yes, good. Jessica, thank you. I enjoyed that joke. I've never heard that That before. I should probably explain. So usually, oftentimes my prompt is just, how's it going out there? Call in and let us know. Aim for a minute or less. But this time I'm like, some ideas. Are you dressing up? What's your favorite or least favorite Halloween candy? Is Daniel wrong? Some thoughts on a you know recent favorite episode? What's your favorite short joke? Blah, blah, blah. And th- thankfully, people understood I meant brief joke, not like short, pe- the joke about short people or something like that, because I'm like, uh-oh. Wait, you think someone could hear a short joke and they would think you mean, what's your favorite joke about short people? I don't know. I just was suddenly worried that I should have written brief joke. <laughs> I, don't. I call them shorts. When I say short know. people, I just call them shorts. Is that short over there? I don't know. Look, I, 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 I was a, I read truly tasteless jokes yeah. when I was young. Sometimes my brain goes to a tasteless place. Right. Um. Anyway, Jessica is referring to my Patreon bonus episode of the Friend Zone with Jackie Johnson, where she got very candid about her birth story. Thank you for yeah. mentioning that episode. Uh. And Tony, will you please insert the Patreon drop here? Patreon. Patreon. Uh, just I just wanted to give a shout out. Just here, everyone. Do, do you sometimes want to call her Jackie Johansson? I've never wanted to. My, I don't know why my brain. You know how your brain just gets like this sort of. Are you thinking of Amy Jo Johnson? No, Johansson. Jackie Johansson. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> or Jake Johansson? Yeah, I think it's a 
it's a play on Jake Johansson in my yeah. brain. And it's not that I think her name is J- Jackie Johansson. It's right. just that it's like no, there's it's things like the like... same way when I hear Eddie uh Pepitone's name, I want Pepito- to say Pepito- P- 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 I want to call him Eddie Pepitone. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I don't know why. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Um what did Trump say that was something like that where you're like, "Oh, he's never heard that word." Yeah, he's only seen it written down. Right. What was it though? I don't remember. Okay, good. He's done that a lot though. Um but I once heard something, and by that I mean saw on TikTok, that you should actually but I don't want to let that douche off the hook, but like you should actually never make fun of someone for mispronouncing a word that Because it means they read it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it means like this person reads. But it's there's o- exceptions. Yeah, but it's okay yeah. to make fun of nerds. So. Speaking of words. No, I'm going to write this down because I need to finish what I was saying. Speaking, okay, words is with a star. Coming back to that, because I was talking about Patreon. Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Bonus episodes, the friend zone. Got the Jackie one. Uh, And then I just had Mary Catherine Ham on. And that was a very interesting episode. She just went through something at CNN, um, which she's written about. So I think I can talk about it. Uh, She... They took her off the air for seven months, and she didn't know why. Oh, wow. They just stopped booking her. Um, and they didn't, no explanation. No explanation. Like. They just ghosted her. So she thought, which is like not that uncommon. Is she on contract or is it just yes. like, okay. She is an on-air contributor. So she gets paid no matter what, but they just stopped using her. So she thought. This is after the change in management? Before. Before. Yeah. So she thought that uh, they just were kind of done with her. She didn't really know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's the changing of the guard there and she gets a call and she finds out that she was being punished for something she had tweeted. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Oh, hey, so, you know, the old guard uh, had a problem with your tweet, so they thought it best to, like, not use you for a while, but now we can have you back. And was this the N word tweet? <laughs> no, it was like such a nothing. And uh, so crazy though. And by the way, and she's like, "Oh, why didn't you tell me?" Well, they thought it best not to tell you because you just had a baby. Can what? you fucking? I know. Can I you mean, fucking believe I, that? CNN, man, it's like so. She debated what to do because she could have just gone back. Yeah, and she'd be on air right now. And that was the advice of a lot of oh, she peers. She no, she couldn't. She she was too like pissed. Yeah, there's more to it, and I'm um. Oh, so she's done with CNN now? I don't know. Most likely because well, she wrote about it. She should go to Newsmax. <laughs> so I mean, I she was just like, I have a choice here. I can be quiet and go back, but can I live with myself if I do that? But it's different management now. So it's like you're not acquiescing to the people who did it. It's like different But she couldn't, yes, but no one would acknowledge that what they had done was, no one would acknowledge that it was a little bit messed up. Like the person who told her was still kind of chewing her out about her tweet. Um, There's more details to it. It, Interesting. The tweet had to do with Jeffrey Tubin, 
actually. Like, and so ultimately, oh, so they, they're like sensitive about Jeffrey Tubin's situation. Yeah. So he, Jeffrey Tubin, fuck that guy. Jeffrey Tubin, get this. Tubin got iced out for eight months for what he did. And Mary Catherine got iced out for seven months for what she did. Yeah, and crazy. she all she did was mention him in a tweet. I mean, I don't know. Um, it, there's more to it. Listen to the episode. There's more to it. Um, she took she 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 stood by her principles based on what she felt was right. Um, and, you know, I think that there are probably I, th- I I admire what she did because she's just like, I, I want to set an example for my daughters. You know, I need to call out like BS when I see it. And so she wrote about it and she doesn't know what's going to happen, but like most likely. Uh, I will say, and it's, this is like sort of related, but it, you know, people go, Oh, you know, misogynists will go, we, you know, we can't have women in charge because they're so emotional. And it's like, in my experience, <laughs> Uh, for, like largely the men in charge, they are such emotional, yeah. petty bitches. Like the guy, I mean, talking about the dudes at the top. Yeah, they can, they can be such sensitive, like take offense at the slightest thing and punish people. Not at all. And what to, you would but think. to not tell someone because they just had a baby, yeah, like that's crazy. It's, that's so upsetting to hear. It's oh. Um, so anyway, you can get that episode, audio and video level, love where you can text me, I'll text you back. I mean, all sorts of stuff. Higher level where you'll stop texting them. (laughs) Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Subscribe for a year and get two months free. Go. I I feel I cut you off, Daniel. Did I? No, no. I think it might be time for the creme de la creme segment. Oh, right. Right, right, right. You, uh, you uh, pestered me until I did another cool beans. And yeah, so here we are. Hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. Black beans, kidney beans, pinto beans, and lima beans, red beans, long beans, navy beans, and fava beans. Really be nice or really be mean. It's time for Daniel's cool beans. It's such a good song, and um, I kind of am pissed at Tony for for doing such a good song because now I am forever being asked to do these segment. This segment, it's true. I was like, Daniel, just write something so we can listen to the song, please. All right, so here we go. Are are you ready? I mean, talk about a reluctant bean reviewer. I don't, it's not so much a bean review anymore. I've, it, just a what is it? A bean people, a bean aficionado. A bean enthusiast. It's kind of like bean updates. <laughs> That's fine. Know? All right. Uh, well, as everyone in this room is aware, there have been major developments in the world of beans this past few weeks. I am referring, of course, to the reemergence of black beans into the nightly menu of yours truly. Having taken a beans hiatus, a sabinical, if you will... <laughs> I was surprised and delighted by my own interest in exploring the ingenious ways one can vary and modulate the subtle flavors of these dark-rinded legumes. One evening, I added some umami flavoring from Joe the Trader. 
Another, I sprinkled in some taco seasoning to complement the green corn tamales purchased from the abuelitas in South Tucson. Regardless of the clever seasonings and mindful pairings, one thing stayed consistent from day to day and night to night. And that was the sonorous, earthy, and ever-renewing farts that I was pounding into car home and throughout the city of Burbank. In particular, our living room couch has been punished by my renewed interest in beans. My dearest wife, Allison, has even wondered if it may not be suitable for an ass other than my own after this. The windy season, my personal El Nino. <laughs> now, you may be wondering, what about Bino? <laughs> Well, while it is true that on several nights my Beano intake was ill-timed, I have been consistent in my intake. The truth, it seems, is that it is either a poor defense or, and I shudder at this thought, it has been effective. <laughs> in summation, I've been farting a lot. Okay. <laughs> I just peed a little. Oh, honey, that was so good. <laughs> See? Uh, not not a lot of bean happenings in the world. That, but you put them all into the segment. And there you go. That was wonderful. It's true, you guys. <laughs> this morning, I walked out of the bathroom. Yeah. Not that nothing happened in there. No. And straight over to the bed mm. and announced to Daniel... <laughs> who's been needing inspiration, I said, oh my God, your farts. It's from the beans. <laughs> <laughs> right. You made the connection. Honey. I did. Like Columbo. No, yeah. you know, I've, it's, I've been like Carrie in Homeland. Mm. I've had lots of pieces of paper up on the wall with lines and I've been up all night. Well, you, you, you for a while you stared at the wall and on one side it had a picture of a couch. <laughs> And on the other side, a can of beans. You're like, what? What is the connection? What? Is and I that? kept just taking thumbtacks out of right. a map of Burbank and moving <laughs> them around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, but really, because both you and I have been wondering, what is the meaning of this? And the couch, too. The couch. And then is... we finally put it. No, I really did think to myself. I think I said last night you're going to be the only one who can sit there. Yeah. I mean, but to be fair, your chair that you sit in is about 90% farts. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Yeah. It's like, I don't think that's true. It's mostly farts right now. But I've, I don't think that's true. You know, but you're just basing that on the amount of time I sit in the chair. Now, there's no evidence. You just, you're just there, like, you just sit there and just exhale farts out of your butt all night. But you're basing that on me sitting there looking comfortable. Right. But me also knowing you. <laughs> this is like, it's not, look, it's fine. Honey. But that's, that's a leap. Okay. That's a, I'm not denying it, but that's no. a leap you're making. I mean, it's a, it's, it's. I don't have scientific evidence. Right. I don't have one of those uh, 
photometers. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, who was it that did that? There was some news that had a, a heat. An infrared? You know those like like in Terminator or whatever, they'll have, or, the, or the Predator. Uh-huh. They'll show the vision where they can see the heat signatures. So oh. they can see heat. It's like, so you're seeing a, whatever you're looking at, you'll, it'll be like. Like blue a thermograph or something? Yeah, it's like a, a therm- yeah, thermograph okay. is what it's called. And they, they did that where they were just watching people on the street, uh-huh. or, like at an ATM, and then you'll just see like an orange thing come out of their butt. <laughs> you, can see, you can actually see the yeah. parts. Right. So you're just basing this. Your chair would be orange like all the time. No, but you're basing this is a character assassination. No, it's not. You're basing that off of knowing me, knowing that I like to sit in that chair. And knowing you like to fart. Honey, it's not possible (laughs) for you to sit in that chair as long as you do and not have it be engulfed in (laughs) fart. Okay. But again. Think of anyone. Mm-hmm. Would anyone be filling their chair with farts? No. Names one. Name one person who <laughs> Most wouldn't. Most people don't fart. Name one person who wouldn't be. Uh, who would not be farting in that chair? In yeah, that chair. Um. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty fart-friendly chair. I gotta say, <laughs> it's if that chair could talk, it would say, "Fart on me." Anyway. Uh, right. Okay. So you're basing that not on evidence, but just on the fact that like, oh, you're a person. Oh, you sit in that chair a lot. Oh, you look comfortable. You're probably farting. You know, where? Hang on. Yeah. I'm bringing it home. Yeah. Not the podcast, but this point. Whereas you have been sitting on that couch and both of us have been like, oh my God, the last couple nights. Like, oh my God. Oh my word. What's been happening? You and, know who fart- and then today, right. I put it together with my forensics. Right. You're like the Sherlock Holmes of f- fart mysteries. Um, sure. You know who farts a lot? Elliot? No. but Owen. I mean, you, you phrase it differently. You know who you bet these this person farts a lot? Oh. <sighs> um, okay. So it's you saying it. So it's uh, got to be stating something that's cl- just clearly obvious. Right. So it's going to be someone it's going to be like one of the people that you gripe about. No. Fair. No. No. Well, not necessarily. Okay, so it's not going to be like just someone, just someone. Give me a category. This is like TV. A TV person who farts a lot. <laughs> this is fun. Um I need a, n- a little more of a I mean, if I give you another clue, you'll get it. So. Oh, no. Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> Wild guess. Uh, that, is, that is not what I was thinking. Okay. It, but it is still true. Still correct. Is it someone who looks taut? Can I just tell you? Yes. All of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why? Can you name one Real Housewife of Salt Lake City who doesn't... Just beef them up? Just Shia LaBeouf him up. <laughs> Ooh, who do you think farts the most? I, I, Maybe I think Lisa would, because think, of all the fast food. I, I was going to say, I think, I think people would in their uh, fat phobia, they might say Heather. Heather, yeah. But no, no. No. Lisa Barlow, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Okay. 
Do yeah, I don't, I, I don't, we do, yeah. Okay. Um, here's someone with a controversial take. Okay. Hi, Allison and everyone. My name is Kyle, and I just wanted to say that I, I think we should all just grow up and admit all candy is good. All candy is good. It's all sweet. It all tastes good. And if you don't like it, it's just a thing from childhood that you had a trauma about, and that's fine. But now we're all grown up, and we can all like all candy. Thank you very much, and have a good day. I mean, I like I, I like I like Kyle's like attitude. Same, but I, I really, disagree. I, I, you grow I up, Kyle. This take. Saltwater taffy. <laughs> no it, airheads. Salt saltwater taffy. Yeah, like that's something my grandmother was obsessed with, but she had she grew up in Massachusetts near Cape Cod, and to her it was associated with her absolutely like it's a childhood thing. Same thing with Necco wafers. Like people go, oh, they suck, they what suck. What flavor like, is a Necco wafer? It's like slightly sweet chalk. Clove. No, no I'm gonna like look it up. Flavors, I think, but it's like yeah, it's absolutely like a lot of candy is is. Um, nostalgia for your childhood and um like is it all good yeah it's all i think that's true there is a clove necco wafer and a cinnamon lemon lime orange cinnamon winter cream clove uh so yeah i dig that take i'm i'm down with it i there are candies i don't like uh, button candy. There's too much paper on that. But you know, I do, I do like his spirit. I'm trying to think if there are any objectively bad candies because people even go like, "What about circus peanuts?" It's like obviously there are people who like circus yeah, peanuts because they still fucking sell them. Elephants, Dumbo. Um, circus peanuts are orange mushy, like peanut butter could, flavored orange. Oh, they're mushy. peanut butter. I thought they're orange flavored. Um, yeah. I You know what I, the hate that Three Musketeers gets uh is lost on me. I enjoy Three Musketeers like quite a bit. And listen, I've I have been I have voiced my my I have wondered whether or not there's some sort of conspiracy to keep Rolos on the shelves at supermarkets. Oh, I like a Rolo. Because who's buying Rolos? I I, I bought but one people, like but, when I was 6. But I think there are people and like that's them. their yeah. jam. They like the Rolos. Same yeah. thing with like Mentos. Who's buying Mentos? Why are Mentos ever people? Mm. There are people who buy that shit. Yeah. So God bless Kyle. You know, listen. Uh, you you've turned us around. You've injected some positivity into these fest this festivities. What? I mean, I know what you're trying to say. You did not nail it. Well, I, I wanted to call it festivities, but there's nothing really festive about what this. Into this f- Fu- this funeral dirge of a podcast. Into this fart dirge. Uh, hey, Allison and Danielle. It's Andrea in Massachusetts. Just wanted to say hi. Wanted to share some um, Halloween stuff. My son, who is nine, who is obsessed with Halloween, is dressing up as Dustin from Stranger Things huh. Season 3 specifically. <laughs> and I'm dressing up. As Joyce season one, because I happen to have a green army jacket and a bunch of Christmas lights, um, necklace style. uh, And my husband is dressing up as Hopper from season three. Uh, Very specific on the seasons. We actually live one town over from Salem. And I really hope you guys can come visit sometime because we know Elliot loves 
Halloween so much, and I think you would really like it up here. It's really cool. So come sometime, just not in October or September, because um, it's crazy. But come anytime and check out all the fun, spooky, awesome things that we have here on the North Shore. Okay, happy Halloween. Bye. Wait, Salem, Mass? Yeah, we uh, will. I've yeah. never been there. <laughs> My only problem with I would, I love the East Coast. Uh, or many things about the East Coast. The one thing that I can't get down with is the fucking Dunkin' Donuts of it all. That's another thing like the candy where it's like, I think a lot of the love of Dunkin' Donuts for the most part is is based in nostalgia or in association with like experiences. So whatever. Um, well, I don't get how people... I think people, people really be- do like it though. Uh, I feel a little bit like in you saying that, mm. that is similar to, you know how there's someone in your life who feels that there's no way that people actually like fancy coffee or fancy beer? I, I mean? don't think so because it's not a sophisticated thing, Dunkin' Donuts. It's the opposite. The donuts, but you think that many people insist that Dunkin' Donuts? I think that it's it's everywhere uh, in certain parts of the country and you just associate the Dunkin' Donuts and you get used to the coffee and so you like the coffee. That's fine. Um, like I, I, I get it. I get that. But what I don't get is coming out to LA and then saying, Oh, these are great donuts. Like when you are in the donut capital of the fucking planet. Oh, you're talking about the, for some reason I was thinking about the coffee because I remember when consumer reports, which by the way, I don't always consumer reports is supposed to be so like, well, so objective and stuff, but I don't always, I haven't looked at it in a long time, but Back when uh, I used to use that as like a resource, don't always trust them anymore. Back, I, I stopped always trusting them because I did not agree with them often. But their Dunkin' Donuts coffee ranked like really highly, and I do not enjoy People that coffee love it. that much. I don't get it. That's mm. fine. Coffee is like one of those things. For me, it's like when I've had Dunkin' Donuts coffee, it just felt very watered. It just tasted really watered. Yeah, but whatever. It, 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 who cares? My point is that it's it's uh, the one the one hang up that I would have about moving there because of it, everything else seems great about it, and I would love to go somewhere where they have fall weather. Do you think you and, have to have Dunkin' Donuts if you live there? Yeah, you're forced to. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. No, they you can't not yeah. have Dunkin' Donuts, so it's like a real bummer for me. Although I hear their hash browns are really good. Um, <sighs> and what was the other thing she said? I feel like uh, uh, they were doing different oh, I seasons. I really appreciate the the costume. Yeah, That's so fun. Uh, I love how specific to the seasons. I love when people do costumes like that, where you can tell what the fuck they are, though, because you, I, I can imagine what those costumes are. And I know I've been seeing a lot of people doing costumes where you're like, it's like some really obscure reference to some movie that no, and it's like, what's the fun of that? Yeah, no one knows what you are. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. I'm remembering. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling, Andrea. I am remembering a dream I had suddenly. You know my blue and white shirt? It's my one like light shirt that I have that I wear too much. Yeah. I was going to get that city scene on that shirt tattooed across my midsection. What? Yeah, in my dream. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then I got there and I was like, wait a minute. This seems like a pretty intense piece mm-hmm. i think they, they call it that in the tattoo biz mm-hmm. so why don't i start with something a little less big like why don't i just get an e and an o on my arm for 
Elliot and Owen, small ones. Mm -hmm. And if I like that, then I'll get Kenneth Cole's, you know, twall all over my abdomen. But then I couldn't decide where to get the E and the O. And I wanted to numb myself first. I didn't yeah. want to feel the tattoo, even though I know feeling the pain is really part of the tattoo thing. And I'm like, yeah. not for this lady. Um, but it was like, you can decide where to get the E and the O when you when it's your turn to get the tattoo. Because I had to like wait or something. We're still talking about your dream right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I care. <laughs> you know? And it feels important. Uh, and... But I was like, no, I have to decide ahead of time because I've got to put the numbing stuff on. Yeah. Because I can't just I can't just wing it. Yeah. I got to put the numbing stuff on because I because they were like, these are just going to be small little tattoos. Can't you you know? It's, can't you just? You don't think you can just suck it up for fifteen minutes? And I was like, no. Um, Again, just to remind people, this didn't happen. This didn't happen. This is just a dream. And next thing I know, I was interviewing Brendan Schaub in my dream because mm-hmm. uh, I was something because of a, a, a podcast clip I was watching before I went to bed, uh, where they were making fun of him. But anyway, um, yeah. And then in the dream, I remembered like, wait a minute, Chelsea Devontes had said to me on the podcast, "If you're going to get a tattoo, make sure that you're ready and make sure it's what you want. Like, don't get it before you're ready, or else you'll just have regret." And advice. I was like, I need to just pause. Should I get a tattoo, Daniel? If you want. I feel like I should. I feel like it's time. But what, I, I don't know. What would you get? An e and Probably an, an E and an O, yeah. But then people might think that you're a fan of Captain EO. <laughs> so you got to think it through. Yeah. Maybe I just shouldn't get the captain part. You know what I laugh about? It's so sad. I'll laugh about things that I understand are tragic, and it's not me making fun of the person it's just like an, an it's like a confrontation with the absurdity of just existence um you'll see these tattoos that people will get of like departed loved ones there's one in particular where it's like this guy lost his wife and he'd got a tattoo and the tattoo makes her look like a zombie it's so it's such a bad tattoo <laughs> I don't know. Like tattoos are one of those things. Did you like, see this on like badtattoos.com or something? I don't know. It was like it went around and, and you're just like, oh no. <laughs> oh. Um I don't know. The the tattoo thing, I love tattoos. I follow some tattoo artists. I like looking at their work. I think about getting more tattoos, but to me it's like you know, the days of me looking good with my shirt off. Uh, maybe they're still ahead of me. Who knows? But they're probably not. Maybe we should get matching ones. What do you think we should get? E's and O's. Where? On our butt cheeks. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. What if it's like a giant E that covers your whole body? <laughs> yes, and you get a giant O that covers your whole body. Yeah. You, they might use you for like a giant tic-tac-toe game, though. I don't know. All right. Do we have more calls? We have one more. Hey, guys. This is Heather from Newberry Park. I just left the car wash here on a Saturday morning, looking a little bit like a crazy person. I'm having a Halloween party tonight, and 
doing something nuts with my hair. So I have my hair in those old-school pink foam spongy hair rollers. Oh, right. right and I put them in last night, and I woke up this morning, and I thought about all the things I need to do today before the party and realized that I would have to run all of my errands with my hair in sponge rollers. <laughs> so I've already run into somebody I know at Starbucks. That wasn't awesome. Don't worry. He's a hot guy that I know from high school. It was awesome. Great. Not embarrassing at all. So I'm just calling you guys to let you know that I'm going to keep on with my errands. Next I'm going to Target where I'm sure to run into some more people that I know. All right, guys. Have a great Halloween. See ya. This is Heather. Bye. The Heather sandwich. Don't assume, Heather, that it, it's not sexy to have your hair in pink sponge rollers. Yeah. I mean, you know, hey. Um, I love that. Uh, I feel like <clears throat> Halloween weekend or Halloween weekend, as people are making, they're doing, they're trying to make that thing is a weekend you can get away with it because it just looks like it's part of your costume. Like, oh, she's already in costume, kind of. So Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, I'm wondering what her costume is. How fun that she's having a party. It's Lucille Ball. Per- yeah. Did she say that? No. Uh, no but it could be, yeah. Um, How fun. Yeah. It sounds fun. <laughs> did, you, did you peter out? Uh... Yeah, I well, I was thinking about our costume situation, and then I started to think about how much you hated Halloween when we started our relationship. It hasn't how, really changed, and how much you're being forced. I really into am like a very intense Halloween, Halloween situation yeah. every year, and uh, I don't know. It's funny. I mean, but it's kind of nice. I mean, that's going too far. Um, it started with the year that we all did Ben and Holly and your mom showed up. It was the first year of uh shutdown. Yeah. And your mom showed up with our costumes. She's made all of our costumes. Yeah. And it's like, I really don't have to do that much. Right. Because a lot of, it's like, basically you guys all just wipe my butt in this house. If we're using that as a metaphor, which I decided we are. So it's been relatively easy it's not my favorite but most of the decisions are kind of made for me yeah i mean like it sort of hits you from both sides how halloween for you because like on the one hand it's about it focuses on something you don't like which is scary stuff and then on the other side of it it involves a lot of planning that's around outfits and stuff yeah it's everything i I detest yeah (laughs) but um but you know, because the kid, I'll take over because the because Elliot likes it so much, it makes me have to have but affection for it. That's what I was thinking. I, I was talking to someone um, recently who was like uh, talking about a guy that they knew who who was from England who doesn't like. Oh, I don't like Halloween because they don't have Halloween there, and he was like gr- grouchy about it. And or maybe they don't make a big deal of it. They must have it, right? No, I don't think they do it really? the way we do it here. Yeah, and. Um, and I was thinking, you know, the truth of it is that Halloween is, it is a child's holiday. Yeah. And the people who are, it's kind of like, oh, it's fun because we're doing it with children and we're seeing their experience of it. So you're like, yeah, that's right. When you don't have children, 
then it's just like about oh we can go to a party and then dress up so it's like a that can be fun but in a it's i don't know it's a different kind of thing and uh, and then there are the people that like to do haunts or whatever decorate their homes and then they're just people who haven't outgrown their childhood um so it's like, yeah, if you didn't grow up with it, you don't have that feeling of nostalgia for it. I can see why, and you don't have kids. I can see why it's like, uh, yeah, it's just like I don't get it. Yes, I would like to end this episode <clears throat> with a question for the listeners. So I'm going to have Sarah Edmondson from A Little Bit Culty on the show. If anyone is watching The Vow, which is about Nexium, uh, the cult that Daniel and I are going to join any day. Keith Raniere cult. Uh, we were into season one and now season two has started airing. Sarah Edmondson has a podcast with her husband, Nippy, uh, and she's going to come on my show in a couple weeks. And she said to me something that I'm surprised no other guest has said to me. Let me pull up the email from her. Um, something that was so smart and I was like, so smart, but also so hard for me to answer. She said, can you send me your favorite episode so I can hear your tone and style? And I thought, "Mm, that's such a good thing for a potential guest to ask, but I do not know what episode to send her. So my question for you guys is, can you think of an episode that I should send her um, to show her my tone and style? Like my favorite episode, I don't think I need to send her my favorite episode because first of all, when someone asks me my favorite episode, my brain instantly, for some reason, I always like go to the Jack Burden episode, but I don't think that's not the right, I don't think that's the right one to send her. That's too, I mean, it's a fine one, but it's a, it's an old one and I don't think it's, Basically, I should send her one that's like indicative of my tone and my style. It's a weird question because it's like, well, but just listen to the podcast. Just pick a po- an episode yourself, right? Like, just go into the podcast feed and pick one that sounds good. Like, yeah, why have you curate it? Yes. So, I mean, it's fine, but it just seems like I think if she had said, "Can you send me?" an episode that you think is a good representation of your tone and style. I think that's what she's really saying. Maybe not but your favorite episode. any episode represent your um, tone and style? <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. Like, if she were to listen to the Thursday show, that might be confusing to her. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, but, um, yeah. I think it's actually pretty... I think it's a, pro, it's a good... I think it's a proactive question of her. Because I, I think what she's saying is, I'm busy... I don't have time just to listen. Send me something. Could you just send me something so that I can hear what I'm getting into so that I'm, I'm prepared. Yeah. So my question for you guys is what episode should I send her? <laughs> I mean, I could also do this myself. I could also go through and try to figure out like, okay, something that has a mix of like light, but a little bit dark, dark, but a little bit light. Cause we'll probably get into some stuff. Um, but I'm like drawing a blank. Of course, I could just go into my feed and look, but I'm curious what you guys think too. Um, so I turn this question over to you. Uh, there's a variety of ways you could give me this answer and I'm going to list them now. If you happen to be at the texting level on Patreon, that is a way. Um, but also if you're on Twitter, tweet me at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F on Twitter. 
Uh, I am on Instagram at Allison Rosen on there. You can email me um, at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show. No, I always said the at sign. Just email me A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. Um, yeah, those are the ways to get in touch with. Am I leaving anything out? I don't think so. Uh, and then also, if you like what you're hearing, please, please uh, leave us a nice review. I have reviews here for iTunes comments of the week, but we're going to do them on the next episode. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I actually have some reviews here that I will be doing uh, on a future group show. Um, and uh, just wait till you hear them. They are going to knock your socks off. Five stars, please. Tell your friends. It really helps out the show. So I appreciate you doing that so much. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, listen to Upworthy Weekly and listen to Childish. Daniel, where might we find you? Oh, you can follow me uh, at Daniel Quants. It's Q U A N T Z, in case uh, you were wondering how to spell that, at um, Elon's house, <laughs> uh, otherwise known as Twitter. And Mark's house, also known as Instagram. And that's about it. All right. This has been delightful. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank the listeners. Thank you, guys. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. You matter. Have a wonderful Halloween. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 